Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 115 of the Dance Beat Podcast. This episode covers the February Women's Panel. It was for the International Women's Day, and it was hosted, created by Creative Minds Dance Complex in Los Angeles. Antoine Troop brought me in to moderate the panel, and they were kind enough to allow me to record and distribute this interview through the podcast. I mean, they really care. So quick shout out, follow them at KM Dance Academy on the Instagram and make sure to see what they're up to. This panel was with Paris Goebel, Lark Hastet, Edin Shabtai, Laura Cotelmont, Laura, I'm so sorry. I wish I could do a French accent. Please teach me the way. Sienna Lyons, Kat Rendick, and Kira M. Harper. A quick note, Edin was a guest in one of our first episodes. She's episode 13, and Sienna was episode 45. So if you want to hear more about their journeys, which are both so awesome, so different, so inspiring. Please check out those episodes and be sure to let us know what you think. Some of the topics that we went through were around, I mean, it was like the juicy stuff, y'all. It was male-female dynamics on the job. We talked about what to do if you feel uncomfortable on a job, whether it's with your peers, whether it's because you've been given a skimpy piece of wardrobe, whether you're being offered a job and getting flirted with. We had all of those conversations. We discussed the idea of being yourself and retaining your essence while also putting yourself out there as a brand to book work, which I think is really interesting stuff. The question around needing to choose between career and children stories of what it took to get where these women are now. We had a Q&A and one of the questions that we really elaborated on were handling finances and what to do when things get slow or feeling low and down. So each one of these women seriously could have had a 50-hour episode each and you know we had the time that we had. We have different perspectives and so I implore you to really listen and understand. I, I think it's pretty obvious they were being so so vulnerable and open and truthful and really get like how beautiful that is and that everyone's journey is unique so you know take everything in a way to empower you but also understand again every journey is unique it's unfiltered so i hope no one gets offended be sure that you're following us on instagram at dance speak podcast also some easy ways to support if you get something from this episode we love when you share and tag us on instagram when you subscribe to the podcast, that makes a difference. Leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes and review, that helps a lot. And really sharing with your friends and communities. And also sharing with us what you got out from the episode. I'm telling you, y'all, I'm here in quarantine. I'm one month in because we're in this COVID time, April 2020. And the connection through social media and these different platforms has made all of the difference. This episode was recorded before we had any social distancing and we do have a few more episodes that were recorded prior to social distancing so you can know that we're going to keep having episodes also a quick note if you want to help out a little bit more in depth with the podcast something we could definitely use assistance with right now is graphic design with social media posts and there are a couple of things as well so if you want to donate services or want to know what that could look like uh, be sure to DM at Dancepeak Podcast or email me dancepeakpodcast at gmail.com. And without any further ado, here we are, episode 115. Hey guys, my name is Galit Friedlander. 
I've worn many hats in the dance world over the last 15 plus years and have created Dance Speak as a platform for people in the dance industry to share their stories and blueprints for success. So listen up and get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and get personal with the people behind the movements you love. Hi everyone, wait, am I introing? Hi, I'm Galit. Um, I'm the host of the Dance Speak podcast. It's a podcast. I on Spotify, Google Play Music. I'm not here to promote it, but you know. Um, that's why Antoine asked me. I've been doing this for four or five years, getting unfiltered, real, raw stories in and around the dance world. And that is so in line with what today is about. So we're going to go through intro, some discussion, and then we wanted to have Q&A to really get it. Okay, yeah? All right, to really get into the heart of it. We're going to go around starting with Lore. What is a superpower, something that you love, love, love about being a woman? <laughs> Just being a woman, just being able to give life, being able to give love endlessly with no limits, having this vision of everything through eyes of love. I think we have this superpower that is called love. Uh, being a woman is already a superpower. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That just being this sex appeal and this sexiness mixed with this strength and vision together, by itself we are super superheroes, mm -hmm. just being women. My answer as well. Great, great. <laughs> That's it. Next question. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. What is a moment that you can identify within your dance life, within your professional career? One moment. I'm sure there's more than one where you were acutely aware that maybe if you weren't a woman, you would have been treated differently in the situation. I can answer that. Yeah. Um, well, in my career, I had a lot of moments that I'm Eden, by the way. Yes. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> Always embarrassing. Oh, yeah. um, it's just you and, and your homegirls. No. Okay, <laughs> no one's watching. No. All good. Um, I worked a lot with men in my past, in my career. I also assisted men, and I was around it a lot. Um, and so many times I was in a place that I was talking and sharing what I think should happen and, you know, give my opinion. And so many times, literally, they didn't even look at me. It's mm -hmm. like almost I wasn't even there. Like the respect was not even there. Not, I'm, you know, I mean, you see me, some of you maybe know me. I'm all about respect and like, I'm like, you're going to respect me no matter what. Um, <laughs> And it was very difficult. And I used to say my opinion and then literally be ignored. And then all the things that I used to say actually happened. But it was their idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And that happened to me so many times. Mm -hmm. And today, if something like that will ever happen again, which I doubt it, <laughs> I would not be in that place anymore. Yeah. So, yes. so yeah. what did you find? I can't not ask a, a question to follow yeah. this up. So what have you found works 
in those scenarios uh-huh. and maybe one other of you what's something that you would suggest because you build confidence over time mm-hmm. but to someone who's newer on the right. job and is in that position right I, oh no go ahead okay. i think i have something to say because i feel i relate to this a lot mm-hmm. um and it kind of goes with the superpower, which is like our sensitivity mm-hmm. that i think like no offense but men tend to lack that a little yeah. bit more mm-hmm. 100%. so it's uh I don't think I've been spoken to or treated or ignored in such a manner, but I have noticed quickly the energy that I receive and then having the sensitivity to be like, okay, you're probably feeling this way because you're Mm -hmm. threatened or because Mm -hmm. of blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to, oh, hey, listen. Mm -hmm. And you know that. That woman thing, you know, like guys don't go up to each other and they're like, hey, man, you know, like be be more that way. And I'm like, hey, listen, whenever you have a second, I know you're working so hard, but, you know, this is the wrong staircase for the blah, blah, blah. And and I think by just using that type of um, just way of being Mm -hmm. not it's not in any way sexual, but it, it does make them feel a little more like I want to help you, you know, and then I'll notice later, too, that they'll like backstage be like. You got the staircase. Like they're so like, (laughs) now they feel like they helped you or they were a part of it. So So I think in a way like that is the superpower, right? Mm -hmm. Like our sensitivity and and catching energies and being able to like Mm -hmm. see how people are working and then using that in our advantage because sometimes you are ignored or maybe you Mm -hmm. are, you know, maybe, maybe it's more like that they they just don't understand. Right. <laughs> that happens to Most me a lot. Time. I yeah. get lost in translation with men sometimes. Mm-hmm. I have to like think and how to communicate mm-hmm. that they will understand yeah. what I'm saying. I yeah. love that. Yep. It's great. And receive it. Yeah. First and the foremost. right way. Right. Yeah. And not feel threatened. Or right. That's definitely the same thing for me. Even to the point where if I'm working with a male, I have to tell them to be like, hey, you should go tell them this. You know, and even like as an assistant, because that's what I've been doing a lot in my past is assisting. So working with males too, figuring out that they don't listen to me, A, because I'm a female, B, because I'm an assistant or that's Mm -hmm. my title or an associate, whatever you want to call it. I find that even for me, I've had to at times be like, hey, you should tell him that he should do this. And then he'll say it and it's heard and done quickly. Mm -hmm. You got it, bro. Mm -hmm. Anytime, man. And I'm just like... I said that 30 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, great. Um, yeah. I've, I've found that oh. I've had to... Um, and then we have to keep on with the intro. Yeah, no problem. Hi, I'm Kara Harper, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I found that I've had to sometimes even assert myself a little bit stronger, mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've had times where people have come in and tried to just do my job and just disregard me completely. Really? Yeah, like yeah, in yeah, what yeah. Respect? Um, like, say, if Incredible. I am choreographing and I'm working with a specific artist, someone like their assistant will come and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you should move like this," mm-hmm. and then, no, 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 no. Let them, you know, it's okay. Thank you so much for your input. I'm gonna take that into account, but let me just handle this first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to reassert yourself in a stronger way so mm-hmm. that people understand. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This is my tree over here. Handle your tree over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes people just have to understand. You have to respect me, too. So that's mm-hmm. it. That's awesome. Nice. Sienna, I'm like, like I want to hear each person's thing. Sienna, what was a moment where you feel like outside of this that you were treated differently because you're a woman? Outside of? Outside of, like, as an example similar to Eden. <laughs> On a job, you're On saying? On a job or in oh, anything life. in your dance life. Oh dance life where I felt that way Mm -hmm. um 
uh, you want like the story, the whole detail? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. No, no, yeah. sure. The um, the sh short version of the story. Okay, um, I was assisting a creative director on the American Music Awards, and she was not there. And also because of that, the word assistant, and we were both females working under male producers who have done this specific award show for years and years and years, and they get, you know, whatever they believe, which they do know a lot. I'm not saying they don't, but just not open to new ideas. So I found it really hard to make myself heard because I was being the representation of everybody on the creative side because she was not there. So technically then it's falling into my hands to make sure everything is executed properly. So I did find it hard for a second, especially just introducing myself, never working with this man before. It took a little warming up to do, it's kind of like Kat was saying, like just figuring out how he likes to be approached and how he will handle certain things I need to happen um, to make sure the vision is portrayed the way it needs to be portrayed. Um, it took a second, but definitely I, there were moments during that process where I felt um, like I was not going to be able to get what needed to get across or what I was there to make get across mm -hmm. and do my job and make also the person I'm working under look great, which to me as an assistant or whatever you're doing your job is to make everybody look fabulous no matter what. So. Yeah. Just took a second. I had like a couple pep talks with myself. <laughs> you got this. It's okay. Just go back in there. Don't even let it show that it's affecting you. And then you can create, or I guess, I mean, not to be too intense, but teach people how to treat you per se, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and not allow, not allow that to diminish your, your purpose. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. You want yeah, to just I want to just uh, add something because. Uh, um, I would like to go back into before the gigs. I mm -hmm. just I just think it's so hard to be a woman in this world, but in the same time, personally, for what, what I went through, mm -hmm. I'm super grateful because those men made me step up my game so high mm -hmm. and pushed me to, towards my limits so strongly. And I had to face two, two battles. The first one is being a woman in the underground scene, and I'm telling you, the underground, the real under, not the industry, the underground scene is even harsher the industry than the industry. It's either you kick ass, either you are like, they spit on you. You even can be stabbed. Yes. Yes. And I developed my, my art into a Jamaican culture. So I was a white woman in a black male world mm -hmm. where that was hell <laughs> right and and I, and I had to step my game and I had to push my limits where I didn't even think I could I had to know my shit so deep I had to go so deep to learn the thing the core to really embrace embody understand travel soak get feel and, and, and then find my own way to be myself in there. So, yes, it's so hard. Yes, exactly like Kira said, you have to even overstep and even over position you and be a bit stronger than what you would do naturally. But today, I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because when I stomp yeah. my foot on the floor, nobody will stomp it the same way. Mm -hmm. Because in my stomp, it's my entire story that is in a stomp. Mm -hmm. And I don't care, even if you're the best dancer and you started five years ago, it will not resonate the same way. Mm -hmm. 
You understand? Mm -hmm. So always, always push your limits and, and use the, the, the negative and transform it to your positive. Mm -hmm. So I would have never been here in front of you if I didn't go through what I went through. <laughs> and it, it means having a gun in my head in Jamaica. It means almost losing my life. It means craziness. Like, and I know we all have our battles, but just take it and switch it and, and use it as an engine mm -hmm. to power yourself mm -hmm. because we are unlimited. No matter your, the, the, your, your skin complexion, your origin, your name, anything. What you want, you get it. Thank you. Thank Amazing. you. Uh, Kiara, would you like a new question? Sure. <laughs> I promise we're going to make it through. Um, as uh, somebody, and I know you're not the only one here, but who's somebody who dances in heels, right? And you have strong, strong, strong femininity. What have you done? Have you ever gotten unwanted attention? And how do you divert that unwanted attention? Um, you know what I mean? I'm a no-nonsense type of girl, mm -hmm. so um, and anyone who's taken my class knows that very well. I don't, I don't like, um, I like to make sure that whatever I'm putting out there is clear, mm -hmm. and sometimes even if it gets misconstrued, it's only misconstrued one time. It's never misconstrued again, if that makes sense. So, um, I mean, I've had people come on to me plenty of times, like, uh, Oh, you dance? Dance like how? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I've had to uh, just kind of break it down. Like, I, I'm not shy about who I am. And I understand and I, I try to make, let people know that regardless of what you do, that's just a piece of you. It's not all of you. Um, I'm still a woman. I still have feelings. I'm still soft. I'm still sensual. You know what I mean? I still deserve respect. I still deserve for you to come to me in a respectful way and not the way you just did. You know what I mean? I have a mouth, so like, I'm just, I'm that girl. I will have it. Now, on a job, I've never actually experienced that on a job, to be honest. A majority of my jobs that I have done on my resume have been for women or have been amongst women. Um, yeah, and then... Yeah, I've never really had like an artist like overstep their boundary or anything like that to me. I've been very lucky for the male artists that I have worked with. They've been super respectful and very um, caring and, you know, wholeheartedly just grateful to have us there. It's, I know that is like lucky for a dancer, for a female dancer. Um, thank you, Lord. Yeah. But um, <laughs> a lot of like, I get a lot of DMs. You know what I mean? And like, does it feel invasive? I no, at at, I feel like. no, you just kind of have to take it as like people will go to whatever way to try and get to you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's as if I'm walking down the street and someone taps me on the shoulder. Like, it's just a way for them to tap me on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Now, how I receive it, that's different. You know what I mean? Like, just because someone says something to you doesn't mean you have to receive it. And I had to learn that too. Like I had to learn that I don't need to absorb everything that is thrown at me. As a woman mm -hmm. in the industry, in life period, you don't have to receive everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You, it's your choice whether or not you want to absorb it and take it in as yours, take it in as your truth, or just say, thank you so much for your opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's about it. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate that you felt you needed to say that to me. <laughs> you know? 
and it's not rude it's just i have to you have to protect yeah. yourself yeah. and you have to assert yourself and you have to be okay with yourself while doing it you can't second guess it because the minute you second guess your 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 assertion is the minute that they try to overstep again so Wait, please say that one more time. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what I said. The you oh, the minute assertion. you second get you second guess your assertion is the minute that they'll try you again. With everything in life. Everything. With everything. Oh. Yeah. With everything. Thank you. I I mean I I guess yeah. I can just kind of sure. go off of this question um, because I kind of relate to it a little bit. But in my career, I've been doing this for like I think six hundred years. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've had a lot of issues with like dealing with artists, um, you know, like hitting on you and crossing the line or whatever. And it, I have found myself in many situations where it's uncomfortable and you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose my job if I don't maybe like do this or that or whatever. And um I've been in situations where I've really second guessed myself and like, you know, it's like I had to like make those decisions and think like, oh my God, am I going to lose my job if I don't? Am I going to lose my job if I do? Like stuff like that where it's very uncomfortable and what I have learned and what I will say is that I've never been fired for saying no. So yes, there's been days where like they come in the next day and like they say hi to everyone and they don't say hi to you or like there's no eye contact and then like there's a lot of like whispering in the front and you're like trying to do an eight hour rehearsal and you're like the whole time like definitely going to get an email any second I'm going to get fired like whatever but at the end of the day I have never been fired and it's just their egos being bruised because mm -hmm. these men are like men of power like they have such power and like they can go on these tours and go to these cities and have a pick of anyone in the audience or pick of really anyone anywhere so when you're like the one person that's saying no to them, mm -hmm. they become like, they like become almost like infatuated because it's mm -hmm. like a chase for them. Yeah. And you're like mm -hmm. probably the only person that's like saying no because they, mm -hmm. they're so easily, you know, accessible to anyone. Mm -hmm. So don't get it twisted that they like, you think that they really like you because it's just like they want yep. what they can't have, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. But then when they get it, it's a whole different story, mm -hmm. you know? So what I have found is like, well, fuck, if you're going to fire me, fire me, because at least I can like walk away with like my dignity mm -hmm. intact and my head held high mm -hmm. and they can't say anything Beautiful. bad about me. You know what I mean? So that is something that like I did find myself in many different situations with different <laughs> artists, like being so uncomfortable. But you can't really win either way because it's like even if you do hook up with them, like, let's be honest, it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. Then, like, the next, and you think you're going to, like, save your job. Then the next week, like, their wife comes or their girlfriend comes or, like, someone <laughs> Go comes and they're going to fire you right. anyway because yeah. they don't want to be, like, oh, you know what I mean? So, and then there's just always, like, rumors in the industry. Like, at the end of the day, all you can do is your job 100%. Mm -hmm. Go out on stage every single night. Mm -hmm. Kill it. Do what you're there to do and do it to the best of the ability, like a best of your ability. And, and what I'm curious to know, and I don't even know if I can ask this, it's not a pointed question, but let's say that you find yourself on a job where someone who's your equal or someone who's a higher up, maybe you have had an experience with them, maybe you've been intimate with them or something. Do you have any pieces of advice for that? Don't or do it. <laughs> just do your work I think do your job. just keep it business just keep it business don't, don't let that emotional side just try cross. your best to not show that you just have to kind of do your work yeah, and, put your and, head down and I think um, men exactly like you said 
they will respect you. Now today my biggest victory is to see the respect the men are giving me in their eyes. Mm -hmm. You know when they look at me, no matter how you dance, no matter what you do, no matter they know with this girl there's no yeah. there's no way she is you know and this respect builds your confidence. Mm -hmm. So what we need is to feel confident and so respect yourself ladies you don't need to cross any boundaries to make it mm -hmm. it's 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 not true so just be strong be strong keep your line stay mm -hmm. stay watch it big eyes on the price that's it mm -hmm. and then you will see with the time this is going to become respect people are they're going to respect you and this is going to build your confidence what you have is enough to get you where you want to go absolutely you have a dream you had a dream, you conjured up that dream on your own, which means you could reach that dream on your own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You don't need help. You didn't need help to make it up. You didn't need help to come up with it. You don't need help to get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like trust yourself and trust your abilities and trust your fight, trust your story, trust the ups and trust the downs. Mm -hmm. Just, you know what I mean? Like you don't need anyone, but if you are going to do something like that, understand that you as a woman cannot cross a boundary when you get into the room you are no longer that person's girlfriend you're no longer that person who's hooking up with him your feelings no longer matter so you have if you're going to do that then it has to be separation of church and state mm -hmm. absolutely and then when you get back home then you do whatever you do bust wide open whatever but you know what i mean i just i would say don't because it's yeah. really hard to get that out of your head when he's giving attention to somebody else and you don't know how to differentiate between is that work attention or not and now you got an attitude all day <laughs> not now you got an attitude all day and you can't produce the product yeah, that absolutely. you're there to produce properly thank you cat in paris <laughs> okay what do you do if you are given some uh, outfit you're uncomfortable with you're on set so this is a non-sexual situation you're on set, you're given that like piece of string or something you're just not comfortable with. Is there a way that you recommend to speak up about it? Um, for me, I'm yeah. comfortable. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> but I am, for the most part, sure. I, don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna be in a thong, but overall, if it's in good taste, if it makes sense with what I'm doing, I'm okay with it. I also believe that um, when you're on set, and you're being asked to do things, it's your choice to do them or not. So like, I know that if I'm in something more revealing or I'm not gonna turn my ass to the camera, I'm gonna keep my angle that my leg looks nice. Like I feel like mm -hmm. there's ways around it. Um, on stage, you'll never really be in something so uncomfortable. Um, I have a harder time, honestly, just with wardrobe and fabrics mm. than I do with revealing. I'm like, I cannot move in this. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like, yeah, they'll give you things that you, or like heels with no back, and you're like, girl. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you speak up about that with that heel oh, with well, no back? Oh, you're talking to speak up yeah. Sandy. Like my friends know I, I'd be the one. I talk, I speak up for everybody. And, and that's like everybody. And I think it helps too when like, if like you're on a job and like all the women like mm -hmm. come together yeah, and yes. come to the whoever's in charge like as a group. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like power in numbers yep. and like, you know what I mean? If like one person's like the only one saying like they might not take it as seriously if like right. all Everybody's of us are like, together. hey, these shoes don't work and mm -hmm. like we can't do our job. It's like power in numbers. Yeah. So I, I mean, I like, understand there's an aesthetic. Like I get it. 
but there's got to be a better way around this. There has to be logic um, with the aesthetic. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. in terms of like being naked in general, I always felt okay being somewhat revealed. Never like revealed, but <laughs> you know, I think there's a way to be tasteful and in, in how you do what you're doing as well, where you're. Anyway, I would never probably be in a video shaking my ass like that. But <laughs> if I was, <laughs> maybe I'd have something to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Paris, is there anything that we've discussed so far that you feel like you wanted to jump in on or you want something? Well, I have the memory of a fish, so I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one oh, Dorian. Yeah. It's, it's all good. But I mean, like, from sure. what Kat was saying, like, for me, I, I mean, I kind of skipped the whole dancing journey and I... Went, like was working as a professional mm -hmm. choreographer from like 18 years old so I can't really relate to that. I have a good question for you. But for me it's like I try my best to have really great relationships with everyone on the team. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I will, every job I'm on I will really be really close with the stylist so that Absolutely. if the girls feel uncomfortable they can tell me and I'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we'll, we'll figure it out. But if you don't have that good rapport with people it's it's hard to really like negotiate mm -hmm. things yeah. yep. mm -hmm. and to to figure things out. But if you're cool with people, it's like they they're more they than more than happy to help mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. to make thing, everyone feel good. Mm -hmm. But if if people don't really like you, then it's like it's hard to go up to the stars and be like, yo, my girls really can't dance in those shoes. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, I don't, I don't right. care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's you approach. Know? But mm -hmm. if 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 you're cool with them, then they're like, oh, okay, well, let's see what else there is. Mm -hmm. So many times that's happened. And it's like, well, they change it to a sneaker, they change it to a boo. It's like, we'll work it out. So. I think they also know yeah. very little about dancers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. we know, yeah. like, I think. Oh, they're not the, dancing in the shoes. They're yeah, not. and I feel like in yeah. general, we know good. ourselves mm -hmm. and everything, like hair, makeup, mm -hmm. costumes, we oh, know so well yeah. that normally it just takes us, like, kind of mm -hmm. letting guide them that mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, I didn't even think about that, mm -hmm. you know? And ultimately, like, they want, they want you to look good so that they look good. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you are falling on your ass, they're gonna be like, what happened? <laughs> now they look crazy, you know what I mean? So if it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work. But ultimately, just talk to them. Everyone on the job is there to do the same thing. Get the job done. So if you're falling, their job isn't done. You know what I mean? Yes, just to Anna. piggyback off of all of this, which I think Paris really nailed it, is like a good rapport. You, you will never know where that makeup artist that you had an attitude with is going to be at the next job that yes. you're on. And you do not know how much or how close the stylist is with the artist mm -hmm. and how they will go to the artist even be like, oh, that girl was a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're fired. So you, it happens a more lot. than you think. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hear, especially like from a choreogra choreographer's perspective of like when the stylist is coming to even hear like, yeah, your dancers gave me a lot of crap today. That also falls on the choreographer. Yeah. So just going off of yes. right everything, just really go like be nice. Obviously, don't let people take advantage of you. Like everything that we're saying this whole time, but like make sure that nobody can say anything bad about your attitude. Mm -hmm. And again, you'll get more done when people like you. Mm -hmm. You'll work more like when people like you. You know, and that's all mm -hmm. the whole creative team needs yeah. to. You just have to have respect and mm -hmm. treat them with respect so that you can really get I, what I you want. I think a good thing with that, too, is like always keeping in mind that like our industry is so competitive yeah. and so difficult that when people do treat you or come at you in some like crooked way, 
you have to always remember that they have somebody on top yep. that is probably mm-hmm. stressing them out mm-hmm. and they just want to do a good job. Like, if you can really, like, just always go, like, it's not personal. It's not like, you. there's yeah. so right. much pressure always that if you can, you know, be a- above mm-hmm. that yeah. energy and just go, okay, I need to communicate better to get what I right. what I need instead of, like... And yeah. every department is so important. Yes. There's not one department that you're like, I'm a dancer. Like, yes, there's lighting to deal with. There's pyro. There's everything. So, like, there are so many departments that need just as much TLC. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have to remember that, too. Like, we're just a little piece of the puzzle to, like, a huge 1,000-piece puzzle. So, yes, we need to, you know, feel good. But at the same time, like, there are so many other elements to what we're doing that need also tender love and care. So just keep yeah. that in mind. Put the egos uh-huh. to the side. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like that's like a big, big thing in all of it. Like it's not only you and it's, again, not personal. Mm-hmm. And just let that ego go to the side and try to understand and see what's around you and try to understand people. That will help you a lot. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you. Most of the things were mm-hmm. not like literally. Mm-hmm. You're one piece of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I have, but, oh, yeah, sorry, but, I have a question. So there's a lot of conversation about women sometimes we're brought up and kind of competitive with one another. Dance world is competitive, right? What happens when you're on the job and there's someone, they just don't like you, you have tension in the air, it's like, oh, uh, do you, I mean, it's going to maybe happen. Do you have any recommendations around how to diffuse that when it's within your own peer group? You mean like dancers to da- choreographers or dancers to dancers? Dancers to dancers. Like you come on a job and you just feel, especially if you're newer, it's your first job and you just feel like someone's about to put something in your shoe or, you know, you, there's some negative energy or something. I've heard before, like ignore it, do your own thing. But have you found anything that really helps diffusing that or helping with your own self-confidence when you're starting at out? The, at the end of the day, like this is a job. Every time you get on a job, it's really nice to be like, oh, family. But it's a job at the end of the day. Like, you don't walk into your 9 to 5 and be like, what's up, sis? No, you're here to do a job. (laughs) So a lot of times I think dancers misconstrue the mental idea of what it is to be on a job. You're working. You're there to work. Like, yeah, you make friends in the process, but everyone doesn't have to be your friend and everyone don't want to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes okay. people mm-hmm. go through things. Sometimes people are going through things on their own, and they can't, they can't open up, or they can't, they can't be your friend in that moment. Like, you don't know. And because you don't know them, but you think you're supposed to know them, then our egos get in the way, and you think people are feel a way about you or whatever. But I, I just, I just want to say it's not your responsibility to diffuse a situation if it's nothing to diffuse. Does, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm here to learn these eight counts and hit a step. I'm not here to make you feel better about liking me. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to make you like me. Like, I've been through so many of those situations, and it's affected me so much to the point where, like, at times I would, I'd have to go in the bathroom and, like, cry because I just, how come they don't like me? How come? And a lot of times when shit like that goes down, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and what they got going on or how they feel or how you may bring out their insecurities just by being yourself. You know what I mean? But that's not, I had to learn that it is not my responsibility to make you like me. It is my responsibility to, for me to like me. And if you don't like that, I'm sorry, but sis, what's the AIDS? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like complete with what Kira is saying I think she is absolutely it's so accurate 
and I would complete with that that I had been on a job where uh, I was working with another choreographer who hated me <laughs> and I really tried to be nice and apply everything we were saying and, you know and she was going behind and going to see the director and talking BS and stuff and then going to the artist and talking BS and stuff and I could feel everything I could see everything yeah mm -hmm. and you know what I just know my shit so good <laughs> and I just focused on my work so exactly what she said if she doesn't like you I think she has an insecurity and it's her responsibility mm -hmm. and I am gonna answer with my work yes. not with my mouth exactly and then the artist <laughs> afterwards <laughs> The artist she called me back. She said, I want to close myself in the, in, the, in the room with you. I want you to do all my signature moves and everything. So afterwards, like a few months after. Mm -hmm. So if you know your foundations, if you know your work, if you know what you're doing, mm -hmm. that's going to build your confidence. Then you apply exactly what Kira said. You're not responsible for, them, for their insecurities. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for yours. If you apply those two things, your work is going to talk louder than any BS around. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. what makes your confidence to be able to uh, be like, okay, I'm not responsible for you, is because you know your job. Yeah. So the more you're going to give work behind, the more you're going to go through the things, the more you're going to master your, what you're doing, whatever it is, dancer, choreographer, whatever. Your work is going to talk louder. Yeah. It always does. Yeah. It always does. At the end of the day, if you just do your job and do it well to the best of your ability, that's all that matters because everyone's there to do a job. You know what I mean? Like, I've had, I had one incident, and this is just an example. I was working on a job, and I w one day everyone was great. The next day I walked in, everyone hated me. Like, people stopped talking to me, everything. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to change who I am to appease everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I'm the type of person that when I walk in the room, I speak to everyone. I, at least I try my best to speak to everyone. If I feel like your energy is wrong, I'm going to hug you because I can take on your energy for you if that's what you need. And then I found out I got on a job with this one girl who was terrible to me a few months later. And she called me one day and was like, hey, can we meet at lunch? Cool, let's go to lunch together. She said, one day you came up to me and I know I treated you like shit for months and you hugged me that day. And that day I went to the bathroom and cried and I realized I've been shitty to her because of my insecurities, not hers. You know what I mean? And from now me and her are great, but it's like sometimes it's not you. So you can't, you can't sit and worry about nobody else. Like, you just have to do your job, and you have to continue to be yourself 150%. Regardless of what people say, I know all of us know somebody that talks shit about us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I hear shit about me that I didn't even know was happening to me. <laughs> you know, all the time. And it's like, I, I, I can't be responsible for that. If that's what y'all want to do, that's okay. But this aura over here is handling her. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. So handle you. Um, I'm going to bring it over one last 
question, group question to this side. I want to hear a little bit more from you, and then we're going to open it up to Q&A, okay? Yes. Awesome. So it's a little bit broad, but I get, I've gotten a lot of questions around, there's a lot of expectations around women, the way they need to look, the way they need to dress, especially in the industry. You have to have the lash and the hair has to look a certain way, and the body has to look a certain way, and then you dress a certain way. But how do you navigate that while holding on true to yourself and what feels organic and authentic to you? Do you have any insights on that? I feel like the industry is not that much like that anymore. No? I mean, okay. I think like when I first moved to LA and I started working, it was so clear that there were so many amazing, ready, like polished female <laughs> dancers that like I, I learned it quickly and I would be on different jobs and the girls would differ by one, by three, by two, but the guys would always be the same guys on the jobs. Mm -hmm. So I learned quickly that it was much harder for women. There were more of us that were great. It's just the truth. With guys, the ones that were freestylers weren't the good looking ones and the ones that had the six packs weren't the freestylers. So it was more like divided on the job and I feel like for girls, everybody was like, everybody was so great and it, it was clear like, oh, this is why there's so much competition between women. This is why, um, you know, people might feel insecure and, mm -hmm. you know, project what they're feeling onto you and it, you see it so often and I think like keeping in mind that compassion of like we all go through the same thing. We're always trying to look one way or we think we need to look away even though we we don't need to look anyway, or especially now in this era, there's so many angles. Mm -hmm. There's so many just journeys that you could take. When I first got here, like 11 years ago, it was like pop was like the thing, and then hip hop was the thing, and those were the worlds. Mm -hmm. Like now, you could do so much by being a professional dancer, and you don't even have to dance for an artist, and you can right. be a professional dancer living off of that. So, um, I, I think I, I realized really early, like, the, the competitive energy of it wasn't going to work for me because I'm not competitive. <laughs> like, I have zero competitive energy. So I realized that I needed to find a way just to be okay with myself and to, um, like, I also was very versatile. So I used to, like, go to every audition and whoever was the choreographer, I would try to freestyle and dance like them. And, and then I would later go home and be like, I don't feel good about what just happened because I don't know who I am. Like, you know, and, and even though I was still booking the jobs and doing the things, I still felt like, what, who am I? And it really wasn't until I started like freestyling and like understanding myself and like the breakdowns back then were ridiculous. Like come dressed in all black, hip hop, a little bit punk, mm -hmm. but it's make sure it's your own. Yes, it's like make sure it's your own style, but be edgy. And you're like, hundred percent. Yo, it, it was ridiculous. So I feel like it got to a point that I was had to be very clear. Like this is who I am. This is how I dance, and that's how I'm gonna show up every time, no matter what, because it's consistent. And people might not need you for this, but people will know. Like I need that. Oh my God, that's cat. And and in that you start seeing other women for what they are instead of being like, oh my God, Paris is this, and I'm not that. Oh my God, and like it creates so much unnecessary like chatter. Mm -hmm. and, and you're not being present and you're not really taking people for what they are because your insecurities are just so loud, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me personally, like, 
it wasn't even what I had to look like. It was right. what I was creating for myself of right. not being enough, maybe, uh, for things, Kat, you know? What was the... Sorry. No. Yes. I'm You're like, I'm taking just... over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> anyway. so, Tell me. What was... I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was the, the key? What was the moment where you switched to... What is is there anything that helped you to really pass this moment of huh. the catalyst? I mean, I could talk about this forever, mm. but I th <laughs> this is a this is a different moment. But it's it relates to this. I remember at one point, um, it was said amongst people that I had said something about a girl, and I had said something in a group of a lot of people about this girl. It wasn't an, an awful thing in any way but it was an opinion that probably shouldn't have been shared and I remember it coming back as like if it was me who said this thing and I was so confused like talking with my friends like I see this girl hanging out with the girl who was saying the things about the mm -hmm. and I, I started seeing the whole thing and I was like okay I was in that space I was a part of that and so often because we want to connect or we want to be a part of something you don't realize that you're like falling down mm -hmm. maybe or being seen or associating yourself with something that maybe you don't even really feel like I don't know they were like I don't know why she got that job she's not that sexy you know and I was like yeah you know like that's all I said and then it came back like Kat said, said that blah blah so when I realized that and when I really saw it for what it was I was like wow even like in those moments where you don't think you're being insecure or jealous just a, a little the smallest thing can turn into some other thing and wow i'm putting energy into other people or like sharing with other people things i don't need to i need to focus on myself mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. how is this helping anybody in any way and right. i think that was a huge moment for me in terms of like the 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 doubt doubting myself like i if i feel these things people feel these things it must be that everybody has opinions and feels some type of way and you can't change that so i need to just focus on myself who do i want to be do i want to be cat the blah 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 or do i want to be cat the girl who says things that, like who said one thing about i don't know like yeah. it yeah. was so clear to me in that moment that my name was being spoken in a manner that i didn't ever want to be um seen or associated with Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was really good. Yeah, you said that. Was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Can I tag on? Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. Can Karis, I tag please. on your question real quick? Um, I think, and coming from like a position like where I'm in these rooms when, when you girls are getting casted, um, more than ever, it's so important to be you mm. and to magnify that and to put that out in the world. More than ever. And like, I think. We're in, we're in such like a beautiful time of like these brands and these mm -hmm. artists and the industry is finally understanding that we, the new beauty is us. Yeah. Individuality. Mm -hmm. yep. All of us. Mm -hmm. Not this. Not this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all of us. And they're finally understanding that and they're also trying to now kind of figure out how to how to celebrate that in, in these rooms I'm, I'm hearing these things and, and really positive things how can we celebrate this and who, who's the face of this and who are the right girls for this so I think I mean first of all it's really important to kind of know what you what you want to do and who you want to work for because I feel like 
if once you know that, then you're kind of gonna you're gonna present yourself in a way that draws you to those opportunities. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know what's an example like you if you want to no like, like you if are you, a good oh, example. Yeah. If you want to say if you want to dance for like FK Twigs, I think that would probably be a lot different casting to maybe. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And maybe you want to do both, but you have to understand those are two completely different artists. But like, the, if I was in the, the room with those artists, who who's on the board for that artist would be completely different on for who's on the board for that artist. Yeah. So I think just first of all, understanding who do I want to dance for, who do I want to work for, and 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 visualizing yourself next to that artist or with that artist or with that brand, or if I want to be the face of Mac. and i visualized this like a good 10 years ago but like i i don't think i could like see myself as like an essay lauder girl you know what i mean yeah no No, i hear you yeah if i if i put that in my head 10 years ago then maybe i would be that today right so you have to you genuinely have to be able to visualize yourself next to that artist or with that brand or with that company or with that product Mm. if you can't see yourself next to that that thing then it's probably not right for you and it won't come to you and that's great because you don't want like why do you want to do things that's just not right for you Mm -hmm. um so i think visual visualizing is really important can i see myself with that artist yes if i can't how can i present myself in a way that that artist will look at me and be like i need her I need her mm-hmm. on my team. Do you know what I'm saying, girls? Yeah. While still yeah. being yourself. Yeah, but but by being yourself, yeah. like mm-hmm. you, you should be able to book things by being yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think I think what I'm trying to say is magnifying that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and, and just be smart. Like be be a businesswoman about it. Like presentation is really important. Like I could book people just right now off the way you look. Mm-hmm. Not just by not off dance. What if I want to book you for? A photo shoot for a magazine, what, and, I, and I'm a casting agent. I could look in the room and cast people just now, just how you look. So everything is really important, how you present yourself, how you go about yourself every day. You never, like, and I, and I just got signed to IMG, so now I'm in the fashion world. I'm like, shooting my home, but I'm in the fashion world now, and I'm learning more than ever, like, you, you get booked off just how you present yourself. And it, it, and that doesn't mean by being like you don't have to be glossy. You could be just girl next door, but whoever that is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could be no makeup. Mm-hmm. Like you just woke up. We're not, but if that, that's who you want to, and a lot of models like that I met, that's how they got mm-hmm. signed. They were like on this uh, in the subway, just like chilling. Someone comes up. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think just understanding who you are, who you want to present yourself as. And those opportunities will come, but magnify that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'd love to open it up. I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was like waiting. It was like a daydream for years of be yourself. Because I remember getting all those castings of like body conscious, hip hop, and what is be? I hate be yourself. It's always in their face. What does that mean? Edgy's also there. (laughs) Edgy, be yourself. Edgy. And everybody this shows up looking sexy. the same. Right. Like same all like black. Choker. Yeah, yeah. Choker. Choker. <laughs> Fishnet. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I remember fishnets. I got. I we get attached to artists sometimes because spikes were in at the same time. Oh my time. god. Um. So I love to open it up to questions, and my request is, if it's 
if you can be as specific as possible, you'll get even more out of it. And if there's anything that you've heard and you're like, but, and you feel like you fall outside of it, that's also a great um, place to ask for clarification from. So do we have any questions? Hey, my name is Malia. Hi. Hi, Malia. I wanted to know um, what you guys did about your finances during the rise of your career. Save your money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Save it as much as you can. I know it's hard, especially as a dancer right now. Like, sometimes that check don't come for two months. Sometimes, like, where's my check? And then you get it, and it's like, damn, I'm already eight bills behind. Like, it's gone. Save anything you can. If it's $3, like, do everything you can. Live below your means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that I... I'm sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say, um, like, when I booked my very first tour, um, I had never seen money like that. I come, I came from nothing. You know, I was in a professional ballet company where I made, like, $300 a week in uh, before I moved to L.A. And then when I booked my very first tour, it was, like, more money than I'd ever seen. And I was on tour with girls who were very established already and I was like the new girl and I would see them out like buying bags and like buying shoes and everything and I saved every penny on that job because I was so new as my first big job that I was like I don't know if I'll get another job this might be it for me you know mm -hmm. so I saved and saved and saved and I like lived off my per diem and I ate at the venue and like I did all that stuff and like watched all these girls like buy all this great stuff. And to this day, that was 16 years ago, I still have a savings from that one tour that I've not touched. And I take a lot of pride in that because I am a like bags and shoes and like girl. <laughs> I like all those things. But um, because I came from nothing, I had never seen. And at that time, my first tour, I was making 2500 a week, which is, Large. at the time, was unheard of. And I had never seen money like that. And I saved every penny of it. And 16 years later, like, I still haven't touched it. Wow. So, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, save your money. Because, you know, it's like sometimes it's like you don't know what you're going to be doing for the next six months, you know. Or you don't, you don't know. So, this industry is so unpredictable mm -hmm. and then also real life happens too so it's not like oh dance life then you get home and there's a hole in your fucking ceiling or like then you got to deal with that or your dog gets sick then you got to deal with yeah. that so like you know understand that you are a working artist emphasis on working you know what i mean and get help if you don't know how to manage your money ask for help how to manage your money don't just live and try to figure it out you know what i mean like when it comes to doing your taxes, find the people that help dancers do taxes. Don't go to H&R Block. block. Don't like, do they don't know. They don't understand. Don't You'll do end it. up paying way more. Get a Roth IRA. Invest in yourself. Create a, a retirement fund yeah. for yourself mm -hmm. so that, you know, being a dancer, it's a short lifespan. Or it can be sometimes, depending on if you get hurt or not. You know what I mean? So create a cushion. Do whatever you can. I say, too, I wasn't the best with money moving out here. I would give like a chunk of money to my parents and they have a savings account for me. So if you know that's you, I feel you. It took me a long time to really understand the value of it and how to save it. So reach out and ask for help if you need it. I wanted to say something because, uh, I mean, all, all those great things are for working dancers that already done some jobs, but I know some of you haven't yet. Mm -hmm. and, and something that I pay attention 
because I'm from Israel and when I came to the US, um, I, I actually, I was living in New York. I moved to New York first and I wasn't legal to work. So I needed, for two and a half years, I wasn't legal to work, but I figured it out. I worked in a restaurant, I was a babysitter, I was like every little thing, like mm -hmm. I was there working, okay? I wasn't like, oh, but I'm a dancer, so I, you know? Like I feel like, sorry, yeah, but this generation is a little spoiled, because yeah. mm -hmm. I hear it a lot and it's pissing yeah. me off because I worked my ass off. <laughs> I didn't even have the opportunity. I couldn't book jobs, I couldn't, like, I couldn't get on um, uh, agency, I didn't have my papers, and also I, literally moved from Israel 14 and a half years ago when was, nothing was there. I couldn't say, oh, I'm a superstar in my country and I'm working. We didn't have dancers, we didn't have artists, we didn't, we didn't have that to even for me to have anything to get my working, my, my um, one. So I had to figure it out. You guys go, stand up, you good, you healthy, find a job, mm -hmm. <laughs> find a job. And even if it's not a dance job, yes. that will come. Guess mm -hmm. what, look. Yeah. I and I work. I was yeah. an extra on movie sets. I was. I made eight dollars an hour, mm -hmm. but I made it work. I paid my rent. It was hard. I literally picked up coins sometimes to just pay my rent, but I figured it out. Mm -hmm. so, so go out there and figure it out. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so like this. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do, do what you remember this. Do what you gotta do in order to do what you wanna do. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's something my dad always used to tell used to tell me. Like, Kara, get off your ass. Do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do later on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Within the means yeah. and the, the realm of your values of yourself, okay? I'm not telling you to go out there and hop on a whatever. I mean, if that's what you like, go ahead. But don't say Kira told you to, okay? I also like to share this, and we all have different journeys. But I think, too, and I get it, but the dancers look at the people that you're inspired by, the women up here or whatever, and you're like, I want that. Sure but know that it didn't happen overnight no. either. And for me, like when students come up to me, which is fine, I get it. It's very different now from even when we moved out here, but you know, why am I not working? I'm getting really confused. Okay, how long have you been out here? A year, two years. Yeah. Um, I had three jobs for the first seven years I lived out here. So yes, now I, I am so grateful and because I think my journey, it had to be that way for me to feel the way that I feel now. Seven years. Yeah. Seven. And that's, again, not, that's not everybody's story up right. here, which is, that's awesome. But just know, for some of you, it might be that. Mm -hmm. But you just have to keep going and know, again, be really certain in what you want to do and not let anything stop you. I just want to kind of piggyback off something like that um, and add in as, as well. I feel like a lot of people in this generation want everything, like, Great. instantaneously. You know, they want it now. And... Um, what's funny is that this like I hear a lot of people like they don't even want to go to auditions or they they'll be like oh they can just look at my Instagram or mm -hmm. like I understand there's a lot of like direct book opportunities from that kind of stuff too but like going to these auditions and like putting in the time and putting in the effort is so beneficial because you learn so much about yourself as the dancer in yeah. an audition that's mm -hmm. something that I can't teach you that no no mm -hmm. one else can teach you because it's like you learn your nerves you learn your like choices. you know your choices your yes. freestyles yes. like how to control your nerves are you someone that like walks out to the floor and then like instantly blanks out because you're mm -hmm. so nervous and you're mm -hmm. so in your head there's no magic word that any mm -hmm. one of us right. can say to you that's going to make you not blank out yeah. it happens to everyone yeah. so it's how do you how do you recover how do you 
you know, find your center? How do you find moments to connect and calm down and be fabulous at the same time? It's mm-hmm. like you will learn so much about yourself going to these auditions. And I'm not saying don't take class. Like, take class as well. But, like, don't not go to an audition because so-and-so's teaching and you want to get a video. This It's like funny, funny, ha-ha, but it's, it's real. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like you, you learn so much about yourself at an audition, then, and it helps you grow. It helps you grow. Like when Kat was saying, like, you leave and you're like, oh, that didn't feel right. Okay, what about that didn't feel right? Mm-hmm. How can I improve my freestyle? If you have to choreograph a freestyle <laughs> that mm-hmm. works for you and shows your strengths, and then <laughs> you have it choreographed and it's something that can maybe be like two eight counts that can kind of go to like any song. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was never a good freestyler, so I had to figure out how can I freestyle without blanking out and then like making these mm-hmm. awkward choices yeah. that you would never yeah, normally yeah, yeah. do. Right. So if you have to choreograph a freestyle, choreograph a freestyle. Also, <laughs> this kind of goes back to one of the other questions. But um, find outfits that I would say that work for you and work for your body that you're comfortable in when you go to these auditions because I know now it's so broad, like come in your own personal style, right? My personal style is like Louis Vuitton's in a pencil skirt. Can I go in that? No. But you have to go in something that's comfortable in your body that when you look in the mirror that you're like, okay, I feel good and I look good because it says like, say it's like punk rock and this or whatever and you're wearing some outfit that you've never worn before. You mm-hmm. pull a shirt, you borrow from a friend and you're like in your mind and you're looking in the mirror and you don't really feel good about yourself or you're like in your head about what's happening. Have, you, have we been there? Yeah. So find outfits that work for you that are kind of like show your body off like have your hip-hop outfit your hip-hop look have your sexy girl look have the look that when you need to be both that underneath you can have the sexy with the over and then when it comes to sexy you know that you can take Mm -hmm. that off and put your heels on and be that bitch Mm -hmm. be diverse and know your outfit choices because a lot of the times girls go to auditions in outfits they've never really worn and then you're in your head and you don't kill it because if you're not comfortable and you're not feeling yourself Mm -hmm. you're not going to audition your best because we're already dealing with 20 other obstacles right which is here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so learn your freestyles learn your outfits learn what works for you hair and makeup wise it is important to like know how to beat your face and like what or if you're that girl that's the no makeup makeup just like know your look and be comfortable and confident and even if you have to wear that same outfit to a couple auditions who cares like as long as you're really comfortable in your skin that's Mm -hmm. how you're gonna kill an audition Mm -hmm. that's just jump in because (laughs) um it it got to a point for me that i loved auditioning like (laughs) i did i loved it so much I loved the energy. I loved seeing my friends. I loved everybody dancing, especially the ones where, like, not the one where you, like, go in in a line and there's just a camera and you're dancing. Those are a little dry, right? But with the ones, like, the big ones, like, I'm talking about, like, eight years ago when it was everybody in the room. It was my favorite thing because I feel like it was so nice to see that type of... It pushes you. Yeah. It, like, and inspires like the, you. You shouldn't be like, oh, shit, you know? Like, it should yeah. elevate you to another level. One more thing I will say is that, like going back to the original like don't I auditioned until like the last dying day like I was you you know I'm almost 40 years old and like I 
Yeah, and like I auditioned, like I See, wanted to do Coachella. Coachella. I wanted to do that, so I was like, okay, like I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with girls who maybe like are brand new or they've never worked, you know, and I'm gonna be here for two days, blood, sweat, and tears, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I fought for those jobs, and I auditioned up until. You know, like, I've been auditioning. Like, I never really, I mean, not anymore, but just recently I've stopped. So I fought for my spot until the very end. Mm -hmm. I I was never like, oh, I'm not going to go and audition because, like, I've earned this or I've done this and this and this. Mm -hmm. I fought for my spot all the way through. Even, like, you know what I mean? It's like... But again, I love auditions. <laughs> 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 like I get to dance. Class used to stress me out more. So just don't feel, don't feel above it. Don't feel above it. This generation feels like, you know, I don't know. I just, I would say work hard, fight for your spot. If you want to go in there and fight for it, if you don't get it, all you're going to do from that experience is grow, mm-hmm. you know? And before, uh, sorry, don't for the money. I just wanted to add something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know it's so important for everybody. Um, I come from a family who has really nothing, and I just figured out. I cleaned bathroom in a dance school so I could have the keys, so I could dance all night. Mm-hmm. I was living in a, sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> above the school, it was like, Sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's just water coming out of the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Just everything is gonna, yeah, we are our dance. And everything this beautiful woman are saying is that you compose yourself by your history, your story. So nobody ever helped me. If I wanted to create a concept video, everything I had to to do five jobs, right? But that compose yourself, (laughs) that build your strength. What Eden said is everything. You don't need anything like Kira said, nobody needs to give you anything. If you have to clean bathrooms, then do it. Mm -hmm. Just go for what you want, go Mm -hmm. for it. I'm sorry for being emotional. No, No. I have a son. I'm a single mother in LA with a child. And it's fucking hard. No matter how much I work, it is fucking hard. And I refuse to be with any man to pay my bills. Until I find the right man who will value me, I will fight. No matter how hard. So don't forget that everything they said Everything you're going through is gonna build you. It's gonna mm-hmm. make who you are, and it's gonna make it mean something. Mm-hmm. And so your dance is gonna sound real and sound good. Authenticity is what is loud. That's what exactly they said. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be authentic. What is authenticity? Is not dancing like Paris. Mm-hmm. It's not dancing like Kira. Authenticity is finding your own self. What is your own self? Is what you bringing in your bag behind you? What you went through? Why do you want it so much? What makes you stand out is your story, is where you come from. So, let's go. 
and don't mm -hmm. wait and don't mm -hmm. just think because IG is going to save your life. <laughs> you know what? In France, in France we are as French people are so mean. <laughs> but there's something we say we call we're calling the new generation microwave dancers. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh. Because you guys are cooked so fast. Yeah. But it's full of you know it, it's not like you have to wow. cook your meal. It, it's better when it's cooked, when it's seasoned. And when you cook it, fresh, 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 fresh food, fresh yes. food. Organic. Organic. <laughs> Organically grown. I said that the other day. I, I was like, guys, we're serving you organic food right here. It's not, you know, it's the not same. McDonald's. It's the same thing, guys. Take your time. Don't That's rush it. the process mm -hmm. and use your story to compose you. And don't yes. compare. Yeah. 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 No, wait a second, but if I may. It's because it's so deep that the, it comes there's out. No, there's nothing to be sorry about. Who here has cried? Never. <laughs> Who here has cried in front of people? Who here has cried in front of people and been like, oh no, shit, I'm crying. It didn't come out. It didn't come out. It stayed. But it's natural. I just thank you for your vulnerability. Is what I'm trying to say. Thank you for your vulnerability. And there's nothing to apologize for. Do we have, see what happened out of a question? Oh, now we have questions. All right. Um, and if you have any specific ones, I, you were first. Yes. One. Two. She has a minute back. Oh. Minute back, too. Mm -hmm. We'll see how long two takes, and we'll try she to keep it, and then yeah. keep on. Yeah? yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Talking. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. I think my question is more just about, like, family. Uh, I think Lori touched upon it, being, like, a single mother. Like, do you guys ever feel like you have to make that choice? I feel like male dancers don't really have to think about, like, do I be a mother, or do I be a dancer? And, like, you know, they can, like, how do you guys, like, feel like you have that have to make that choice no. throughout your career, mm -hmm. like family or dance? Or no. no. My child double, triple, my, since I'm a mother, my femininity went up to the roof. I finally felt, felt complete. It's a million hundred times harder, but I feel a million hundred times stronger. And my body, I recovered so fast. I was teaching until seven-month pregnancy. Uh, my child is the biggest blessing, and he balances me because it's a crazy world. But when I'm going home, we're watching ends for 15 minutes. We're talking about <laughs> the trash, the trash truck. Uh, I don't know if you did, you spend 20 minutes watching a trash truck, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, talking about butterflies, and and he he completely cuts mm -hmm. me away and mm -hmm. brings me back to life, and 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 put my roots deep into this earth so I can face any storm. Mm -hmm. Because he, he really like, I have those two things. I have the industry, craziness, creativity, competitivity, everything. And I have being what I am on earth for. Because we are here to, proc to have kids, right? This is, this is, we are like, we are on earth for, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and that is so important to me. Sorry for taking the time, but you are women, and this is one of the most amazing blessing we had to give life. So it didn't stop me. It multiplied all my strength, my creativity, 
my drive because before I had four hours to create something. When I had my child, I had 25 minutes to do something. <laughs> and I would do it better than in four hours because my drive is like, I'm like, yo, go, boom, 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 boom. My life is crazy, but it's so beautiful. And when I see my child and he's like, uh, mom, I'm so proud of you. You What? Yeah, I'm proud of you because you always do what you say and you go for your dreams. When your child is telling you this, you know, so don't think it's going to stop you. If you feel it's the right time, our bodies are amazing and our power is unlimited. So yeah, I was breastfeeding, teaching. <laughs> I had a C-section, so after three months I was in Siberia teaching with my child. Uh, touring the world with him, uh, but he's an amazing kid, gifted and talented, uh, super adjustable, open to the world, he speaks four languages, <laughs> like, you know, it's a, that, that, those type of kids, so it can, can be extremely <laughs> positive for you and for your child, but it's extremely <coughs> hard, that's why I cried. <laughs> And by the way, there's been a number of women that I've interviewed that have children that are like killing it with dance and their careers, and they always speak of it as like a, a force, you know, a guiding force, nothing that stopped them from anything. When I, when I, when when my son is born, I felt as because we're so connected to our bodies as a dancers, and there's something that I've never felt before. After he's born, I, I experienced harmony. Mm -hmm. I've never felt harmony before being a mom. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like I was aligning myself to the world, like, mm -hmm. like taking my place. It, it's, so, it's so difficult to express, but it's a feeling of like, <coughs> like the pipes are like, <coughs> and then, <coughs> you know, it's, it's so powerful. And I f could touch harmony, mm. and that feeds your soul, yeah. so you can fight any battle after that because mm. you know how to feed yourself. Mm. That's what I felt. Thank mm -hmm. you. Did mm. anyone else want to speak on this or not? I mean, I don't have children, but I will say that uh, in the beginning of my career, all I cared about was my career. It. It was the only thing that mattered the most to me. Mm -hmm. And I like wouldn't visit family. My parents live in Chile. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't visit sometimes because a job I had or I would miss things. I was so focused and it, it felt to me like if I left or didn't do something that I would, you know, mm -hmm. get replaced. It was a very, um, in the time, I don't think I would have told anybody I felt overwhelmed by it. But now when I look back at that cat, I feel overwhelmed just talking about her because it's all I focused on, like my career, the choices I'm going to make for my career. And maybe like five, six years ago, I, like, I don't know what shifted, but I was like, I want to do things for me and I want to take vacations. Mm -hmm. You guys know I'm good for like two, three vacations a year. Like, um, But I just feel like I made more time for my family to see my family, also my parents. They're in the industry, so it was never a problem. Like, they understood. Like, mm -hmm. my dad's a director, my mom's a producer. She was, you know, 
an artist as well. So it's like, it wasn't just the language mm-hmm. we had. Everybody understood. But when I finally understood what it was to, to, to like slow down, to be like, do I want that job or do I just think I need to do that job because mm-hmm. I need to do everything because mm-hmm. I need to stay relevant and I want to be the working dancer that I've always imagined. When I like stopped, it allowed time for friends, for family. Mm-hmm. I felt more grounded. I like really understood what stillness was, awareness, like all those things came to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not like so family, but yes, you know, like I was, I was one of those way too focused people. And I think I let a lot of my life pass me by without really connecting Mm -hmm. to things that were important at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who did I say was next? There you go. Hi, my name is Kiana. Hey, you're um, <laughs> um, so I guess you guys kind of like tapped into this question, but I kind of wanted to ask, like, when you're in a slow period or like a rough patch, um, how do you tap in or find like your joy and your happiness? Because being out here, it takes a lot of mental and spiritual like stability yeah. to stay out here, especially if you're alone. So I just, you know, want some advice from anyone or tips. Or, like, how do you tap in to find your joy and your happiness? You have to know what that is before you do everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, because that joy and your happiness is what fuels your your every day. You know what I mean? Even when you're on a job and shit is going to shit, you have to tap back into yourself so that you can stay okay. Like, it's all about your mental health and awareness. You know what I mean? Like, um, something that I learned is um, a little exercise for you to, like, kind of check back in with yourself called, um, it's like a ladder exercise, I guess. No, no, no. It's like a, it's on a piece of paper. You just take a piece of paper and at the top of the paper you write why is why is dance important to me or like why is whatever important to you? And then from there you go underneath, okay, why is this important to me? You write it down. Then why is that important to me? You write it down the ladder. Why is that important to me? You write it down. <clears throat> when you get to a point where you have no more answer, that's your happiness. Mm-hmm. I did it once and it, it, it went from why is dance important to me because it makes it makes me happy well why is this happiness important to me because when I'm happy my parents are happy well why is my parents being happy important to me because when they're happy I know that I finally made them proud and you know what I mean whatever and it turned out that my my main source source of happiness was providing for my family you know what I mean like that's my check-in so when it's slow you have to tap back into what am i here for again why am i here and you find a way to not let that shit be slow like you pick it up and you figure it out you just you just can't sit on your ass you can't allow yourself to sit like there's times where yes we're human and we do sit but you can't stay you know what i mean you can't stay there you have to you have to allow yourself to feel it okay yes this hurt okay yes this feels like that but why am i here again and that's it so that's something that you have to discover on your own and you have to frequently check back in with yourself to make sure that it's still something that's on the bottom of your ladder so like i would say do something like that every three months because shit changes real quick out here too you know what i mean so that's just my that's my own personal way but for me I, i like to learn new things so yeah, I was just last time that. off, I learned something new, calligraphy, to cook, I don't know, anything, like a language, a program, like, oh, I want to edit pictures. I'm probably never going to edit a picture, but let me see what this is like. Like, I just like to learn things, stay creative, it's helpful. Like, 
I always, on my time off, I'm creating something, whether it's like friends at the house and I, I have this idea and, you know, put a pin in them and eventually you'll be able, <clears throat> you'll have all the resources to make these ideas realities and mm -hmm. I think as humans, that's what we're here for, like to create. It doesn't have to be artistic things, but in general, you're here to create, whether it's connections or things, you know? So that helps my mental a lot because that time feel, I actually hope for that time then. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, I have a week off, yeah. <laughs> you know? I get to do these things. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll kind of touch on that. Um, so for me, when I first came out here, like you said, like I was alone, I didn't have family, I didn't really like know anyone, and um, I became so obsessed with, with working because it was like all I had, and I didn't have anyone supporting me, so it's like it was really like, you know, vital to get a check and be working. Um, and so then you become validated by a job, you know what I mean? And then you become like <laughs> dependent almost on this like source of, um, like, who are you? Oh, I'm Lark because, and, and I, I'm a dancer for this person, or I'm only like good enough when I'm on a job or I'm only good enough when I can say I'm on mm -hmm. tour with Beyonce or whatever, you know? Um, and that was something that. I struggled with because then like say I would go on a tour and then I would come home and it was like all of a sudden you feel very alone and you feel like you know like the whole day you're like what am I going to do I don't have a call time I don't have a flight I don't have a job I'm not being validated mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I would go like this in my career and I would have these really high highs and then these like really low lows mm -hmm. and I had to kind of like dissect that and it's something that I did struggle with a lot it, you know throughout my career and um, the only thing that I can say is like on the off time don't be afraid to be very vocal with your agent and like set up meetings with them and be like this is what I want like don't be afraid to like not harass them but like you know <laughs> just like call like stop in like have a meeting like hey I just want to know like why wasn't I called on the because remember they, they work, work for you, you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they work, for you. <laughs> they work for you and so maybe like you're feeling a little persistent or annoying like being you know very like in contact with them but then like say they get a call and they're like hey we need 10 can you submit 10 girls like you might just be fresh on their mind from like stopping in or calling or being in communication with them like you know, be in contact with your agent, like, you know, always stay, like, ready with training, always mm. be a student, always mm. forever be a student, I'm still a student, I, I go on jobs, you know, just recently, like, I just got to work with Paris recently, where, you know, I'm the oldest one in the room by a long shot, but it's like, I'm always a student, I'm learning from these younger girls, and, you know, these things, and watching how people work, and always be a student, never, um, feel like you've you've made it you know what I mean yeah. like always be a student and um but yeah it's 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 not an easy thing you know to like have those quiet moments and like why am I not working or whatever but you just got to stay in class stay in you know in touch with your motivated. agents yeah be motivated be inspired um but yeah I would say like for me like being in touch with my agent was something that like really helped me kind of like in the slower times um, I'll just, this is just like more from my experience, but I just like remember being in New Zealand, like I dropped out of school when I was 15, so it's like, I had all the spare time in the world, right? But I think it's like, there is no downtime when you want something. Like, 
Shit. Um, there was no downtime. Like every single day, I was doing something. I was in my bedroom, I was dancing. I was on YouTube learning how to vote, learning how to pop, learning like there was no downtime. And then got my own studio, okay, now what do I do? Like in the studio 24 seven. Okay, I'm in New Zealand, how can people see me? YouTube, okay. Went and bought a Canon, like back then Canon was the, the best, one. the one camera, yeah. <laughs> bought a Canon, YouTube how to use it, okay, like start directing my own videos. Like, and I didn't even know it was called directing. Like I'm like 16 doing videos. I'm right. doing. But I'm directing a video, but I don't, I don't know what it's called, you know what I mean? Putting it on YouTube, but it's like, I did not stop. And it's like, you, you need to be, in, like ladies, you need to be in a place where you are a savage, mm -hmm. <laughs> a savage. Like you are not, there is no downtime. You know what I'm saying? If you are not where you want to be, you should not be sitting mm. on your phone watching other people thing. live their dreams. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then talking shit about them. You know what I'm because saying? They you should, you should have, if you're that, like, Amen. I can do that now because I am living my dream. So yeah, I'm going to yeah. sit down for a bit, I'm, I'm going to fly to Hawaii <laughs> yeah. and have a birthday in, in Hawaii with my best friend, like whatever. Yeah. But 10 years ago, a beast. Like I felt so uncomfortable at where I was. I was literally in New Zealand like, I'm, I want to be here. I want to be on that stage. I want to be with that artist and I'm not there. And I feel really uncomfortable about that. Yeah. But I have a dream, so I'm going to do everything possible for the world to see me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I will not stop. And like, like, like Lo was saying, like in the studio, like to from like 12 to like 5 a.m. Just, just dancing, just creating, just like not to put on, like I don't even know if Instagram was there when I was 15, like not to put on Instagram, just to, to learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How I want to move? How do I want to move? What is my style? How do I want to dance? And then once I found that, then I can put that on YouTube. But I'm not going to go on YouTube not knowing mm -hmm. what my essence is, what's my flavor. You know what I'm saying? But you, it's like, I don't know if like, the, I'm not saying like, you shouldn't chill. But if you're not where you want to be. There's so much to be done. Oh my gosh. So much you could do. Yes. You need to be like. To and, now, and nowadays, oh. like, I mean, when I started, like, there was no panels like this to go mm -hmm. in and ask mm. questions like to people Pretty that nice. you may never have mm. there's no there was no intensives where like mm. someone's gonna tell me what to wear and tell me yeah. how to walk and break things down you have so much opportunities mm -hmm. now with you know what is given accessible. like just like accessible yeah like just like an opportunity like this or like there's like intensives and there's just so much more access yeah. to to be we're setting not we but like there's so much out there to like set you up for success at this point there's but also there was less comparison because you didn't see everything yeah. right. yeah. it was not so saturated right yeah. so like we yeah. have to get to a place where we don't use all of it all of that's accessible in a way where it starts <clears throat> taking you down you so, know what I mean I'm sorry no Lori wait you're gonna think I have to be against you because it always happens just like this and then the world changes it's something very important <laughs> one minute I'm one, so, one, and then I, I know it's y'all this is the hardest thing when you have like the world in front of you with like a world a world a world a world a world a world it's oh, 30 yeah. seconds okay 30 go. seconds go go uh, and then I'll have to wrap it up don't forget my loves you are in Los Angeles where 
exactly like Kat said, you can compare, you are compared to the best of the best all day. 60 dancers enter Los Angeles every day. Every day. 60? 60. Damn. Every day. That's the, yeah, that's crazy. So don't forget <laughs> that it's hard to build yourself in a town where we have no time to build you guys. Mm. Because we all came here because we are already somewhere in where we want to go, like Paris said, right? So don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean if it doesn't work out for you here that you suck. Mm. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. Because if you go, like I, went, I was working in Miami the other day, <laughs> the opportunities are like a hundred times more than here. Oh, yes. In Miami? That's where in I'm Miami. from. Yes. Oh, let's yeah. go. Let's so <laughs> so <laughs> what I want to I wanna say is that don't, like if you, if you just travel and just go somewhere else and maybe you're going to really appreciate yourself and be like, oh, I felt crap over there, but it, I'm not that bad. Because it depends on where you compare yourself. Depends on... Um, how? Because when you have the best of the best and you only have three spots for a music video and you have 700 girls coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in the 700, you have the best of the best. I'm not saying. But yeah. you just need three. Yeah. So the rest, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not good enough. Yeah. But it depends how you, you know what I mean? So don't get it twisted and don't beat yourself up. Okay? Don't. Don't forget where you are, and don't forget that this town, sorry to say that, maybe some people don't agree with me, is not a town when you where you can learn. It's a town for people who are ready, or pretty ready. Because nobody's here, and nobody has the time to really <laughs> develop, except intensives and stuff like that. Also, so there's like less ex experience opportunities, <laughs> like for real, I tell people all the time, you wanna work, go to Miami. You'll be on every job, yeah. and you'll get on a stage, and you'll know what it is to be on stage and you'll learn yourself a little bit more. Mm -hmm. When I got here, I started working Im immediately and I know it's because I had that stage experience. Mm -hmm. I was ready. People saw me and That's were like, I, I trust you. On you get her on stage. It is. Trust. I, I had worked in Miami more than probably I still have worked here in LA. Mm -hmm. Like I had done five tours, every award show, every award show, it's like, same dancers right. <laughs> you know what I mean mm -hmm. so that type of experience helped me I don't know what it would have been like if I got here without that experience from a different city and been like shit you know I like saw, I saw gems in this town dancers that I maybe didn't see better pure potential they are losing their lights mm -hmm. they are losing it because they're like oh I've been <coughs> cut and cut mm. and overcut in every audition and I'm like, no, don't lose this. Like, you are so precious. And they're like, and you can feel like the, the, the fire is yeah. going down. But it, it, so don't get, don't get, don't get, you know? Yeah, Thank that was you. me, by the way. Sorry. I used to be cut in every audition in the beginning. Sorry, I have to say it no, because, no. and you know, Kat said how much she loved auditioning is like, I hated this. That's true. <laughs> that is true. She used to look at me and go. And like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, please, I don't want Block to send me. I don't want to see any email that will give me that anxiety that I won't sleep at night. And I used to like, okay, I got it. I got it. I go, black, like boom, can't see nothing. Like I was like, I knew it. But like messing up again, again, again. And by the way, freestyle always helped me to go to the next round, I must say. So, so do that. A lot of dancers are so scared of that. Freestyle, okay? Be yourself. And I always say it. Freestyle is to be yourself. Yeah. 
You're expressing yourself. You're not doing something that somebody else told you to do. You're being yourself, and it's so hard for us to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. Freestyle is to just be you, 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 not me, not her, not her. You need to be yourself, and it's so hard for you. <laughs> Why? So what I want to say, and sorry, finishing it, learn who you are. Mm -hmm. Study yourself, not, yes, others too. Learn from other people, but know what you like. Take it from other people, like understand who you are. Love yourself. Understand why you're here. What's your purpose? We all have a purpose in life. What are you doing here on earth? We all have a purpose. We're all different, and we all have something to give, whatever it is. We and all don't do. Ask. Don't ask if it's okay. Be yourself and don't ask. Just be. Just be. Don't walk into the audition and say, am I good enough? No, bitch, I'm good enough. <laughs> and if it's not for you, that's okay, but I still was good enough. Yep. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, so okay. I, I realized that, listen, I let people go on because there's so many gems in here, and I do believe that if you really, really listen, you might be hearing answers to your other questions. Because even with the finances question, even with the, um, though I actually don't remember the question that started this off, but each of them is giving you a perspective and access into something. Mm -hmm. And um, Antoine and I, so first of all, I want to acknowledge KM for hosting. Yes! Space came out of an idea, out of a dream, by dancers for dancers. Um, and Antoine, so it's a male, just so you know. It's a man. That, no, it's a, ma it's yeah, a man. That, it's, that, a man. That, it's a man. It's a man. <laughs> that, and, and I know he's not, the, he's not the only one behind this, right? But he was the one that I've been in communication Absolutely. with that really cared to get all of the women yeah. into a room. So we always have guiding, guiding forces and people who are taking a stand for us, and we sometimes don't even know it yet. Okay. And one of the questions that he asked me that we were discussing was, we wanted you to be left with access to a next step. And so I know that we're like wrapping up, but what I'm hearing in all of this, these are it's next right. steps. It's getting women together. Mm -hmm. It's asking your questions that you have. It's looking to the left and to the right of you. You're in a room of women who really care. Yeah. And I bet you have so much in common. Yeah. And know that these people that also you're auditioning for and looking up to like, they have your back, even if they're sometimes behind the table and you're like, ah, you know what I mean? They have your back, they care. So I think it's um, creating your own and your own forums and your voices. And sometimes the question can be an inquiry, right? How do I be me? How do I be the, the fiercest version of me? How do I act in this situation? You can open it up as an inquiry and let that question live for a while and see how answers and things that feel good to you are gonna sit into it. One thing in common with this panel has been, in my listening, has been each person, it took a while to figure it out, but it had to do with a gut feeling. That's what I've been hearing mm -hmm. in it, and the gut feeling helps guide the where to go, and the things that feel just gross to you, it's like, mm, no, you know what I mean? The things that feel, okay, let me walk down this path. Um, I wanna acknowledge all of you for taking the time out, the care. It's not just showing up here, it's getting here. It's the, the message group, it's the having the information. And do you really get like, hours have gone into this just to be here for you and for us and us. Um, I wanna thank all of you for showing up and caring and coming here on Sunday. And I'm so admiring 
episode 115 of the dance beat podcast if you learned something new got inspired anything like that we always appreciate a share and a shout out on social media tagging us at dance speak podcast again remember to rate review subscribe and be sure to follow at km dance academy but you probably already are and uh, know that we have more episodes coming out so listen y'all i'm a real human over here galit at Gogalit, G-O-G-A-L-I-T, and I'm here to support you. So let me know if you have any questions, what's going on on your end, topic you'd like to hear more about. And also, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing this per se, but at the moment I've been teaching a weekly conditioning for dancers class on free dance training at Free Dance Training. And one of my specialties in addition to teaching dance is I'm a certified personal trainer and I'm huge on training the dance body physically to be the best that you can be in your art form and also work through injuries, around injuries and preventing injuries and also just, you know, being a superhero. So if you have any fitness questions, anything like that, you can just DM me at gogalit, G-O-G-A-L-I-T. Have a beautiful morning, evening, afternoon and thank you for listening. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our Dance Speak podcast. For inquiries, suggestions, comments on your favorite guests, or who you'd like to see on the show, please email us at dancespeakpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-A-N-C-E-S-P-E-A-K-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And check back in next week for our latest interview. Thank you so much. <laughs>